Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of A Little Bit of Everything with me, and I am your host, Angelica. This is the podcast that talks about a little bit of everything, so sit back and enjoy the show. Before we get into this episode, don't forget to vote for the podcast at the Latin Podcast Awards 2022 for popularity, and don't forget... Etobicoke Community Votes 2022. We have been re-nominated again. I need your nominations to be part of the top four before the voting. And then there will be another chance to really vote for the podcast for the final result of the winner. I need your help, guys. Everything is in the show notes. Thank you so much. I cannot believe this. We have been re-nominated again for the Latin Podcast Awards. This is the third time and the Etobicoke Community Awards for the second time. Thank you guys so much. Now let's get into the episode. And welcome back to another episode of A Little Bit of Everything with me. Today, I got my co-host, the Coupon Queen Pin, and we are talking about Love and Paradise exclusively on Discovery Plus. And of course, the family Chantel. How are you doing, Coupon Queen Pin? I am awesome, but we have a couple that is not doing so awesome. No, it's been nuts lately with this whole divorce situation. The only thing I can tell you guys is... I'm not sure if you're following the celeb talk guy on uh, Facebook and on YouTube. He talks about the how Chantel reacts to Pedro's divorce filing. There's like a clip of her speaking that they kind of aired a little bit. But what it seems like is that Chantel got a restraining order from Pedro, um, accused him of cheating on her on multiple times. Now, Pedro has um, accused her for um, hurting him physically and abusing him and being cruel and I'm just like I don't even know what to say at this point but they remember that prenup I wonder what's going to happen did they actually sign that prenup I don't remember it's kind of like I got to go back in time did they actually sign the prenup did they actually do it I have no idea. these was the early days of when Pedro and Chantel were here in America but you know let's get into this episode because this is, I feel like it's becoming very uncomfortable now to watch this. I don't even know whose side I am. I got to be honest with all of you. Oh, again, this is my opinion. I feel bad for Chantel at this point because we see her actually fighting for her marriage in a way of like, how can we make this work? And she really wants to talk about it. But Pedro's just shutting down and coming up with excuses that, you know, he. it's, you know, you're you're crazy. You can't control yourself. You're lazy. You can't do that. And I feel like there's more to it that he's hiding that we don't know about. And he's really good at not sharing and in making it seem that it's just, that's the situation, you know? Right. Right. And a lot has happened in this episode, but it was really hard to watch. What did you think of it? It was hard to watch. And I mean, the thing is, I was very surprised with the way Pedro behaved last week in front of his coworkers. Um, you know, for us, it's last week. For them, it was the next day. 
but the way he behaved in front of his coworkers, you would have thought that they wouldn't want her around. But after listening to them on some of their side interviews and even some of the stuff that they were saying to him, it made me start to think that some of this is Pedro kind of looking for a way out. And and I hate I hate to say it, but Pedro's now coming off to me almost like his mom, someone looking for a payday. Because in the side interview, he go he goes into work, he's in there and he's going to apologize to his boss about how, you know, how for, not for anything that happened that he did, but actually for what Chantel did. And one of the first things that actually happens is he has a small conversation with Antonella and Antonella actually tells him, hey, you know what? She's stressed out. You're not spending time with her at home. And, you know, it's making it look a certain way. If I knew that it was, if I knew that this was going on, I would have explained to her that she had nothing to worry about. Now, you know, and she even says, I understand where she's coming from as a woman. That is not something that one says when they're on your side. That is something one says when they're saying, hey, we see what is going on with her. Now, he walks into his boss's office or the owner's office, Laura, because it's her realty, um, her realty company. And... She lets him know, you know, hey, just don't bring the problems to work, but maybe you guys really need to consider counseling. And it's like, hmm, okay. But in her side interview, she says, hey, we used to ask him all the time, where's Chantel? Where's your wife? Aren't you going to bring your wife? You know, and his thing is, well, she's not supporting me. Here's the question, Pedro. How is she supposed to support you if she's not in the room with you ever? What part of supporting you is she supposed to be doing from far, far away and not being existent in your eyes? Like, where was she supposed to support you from the rafters? (laughs) I'm, I'm really trying to figure it out because to me, You're saying, okay, well, I want her to come home and clean the house, but that's not supporting you. That's just cleaning the house and cooking for you. Even if she did that every single day, even if she was home every day to make sure she cooked and cleans and everything, that is not supporting you. That is making sure that you can eat and you have a clean home. Mm -hmm. Supporting is, hey, you know what? Oh my gosh, I see the amazing job that my husband is doing. And if I can see what he's doing, then hey, oh my goodness, I get to appreciate what he does more. 
So guess what? When your coworkers invite you out and it's time for you to be recognized and you're having some downtime, hey, you know what? This way your boss can kind of dote on you to your wife. Oh, you know what, Chantel? Pedro's one of the best workers that I have. I can't believe how much he's grown in the company. And she can see and say, hey, you know what, honey, you're doing an amazing, amazing job. That is support. And that's this thing here. Like I, the more we see of this divorce being this, this, these episodes leading to divorce. It's, it's, It's being set up for this divorce. But the thing is, a lot of this seems to be in Pedro's head. I feel and like I, too. And, and and I don't know if it's finally all those years of his mother getting to him mm-hmm. because it's just like, but it really, I hate to say it now. Now it almost seems like Chantel's mom was right. Yeah, He was here looking for a green card and a payday. Yep. And, and the thing is, it's not, it's not, it's not only me that is seeing this. Twitter is seeing it. The bloggers are seeing it. Yeah. There are whole articles being written about this. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's so bad that it's overtaking everything. It's overtaking even how can I put it? This is the first time normally there are equal parts of, you know, Atlanta, Dominican Republic, but it's actually overtaking the episodes so much so that you're not seeing Nicole as much. You're not even seeing Mama Lydia as much. So it's like, okay, you know, I don't know what to say, but on a lighter note, Winter went on another date. Mm -hmm. She goes on a date with this guy named Zach. They actually go to a cooking class. And they have an amazing, an amazing time. But for whatever reason, Winter's kind of scaring me with her post-date reports or briefings, so to speak. Because it's like, no one is comparing. No one's... Now, I'm, I'm glad that she's finding her power and finding her identity. But I've seen cases like this before, and it scares me. Because the reason it scares me is because it seems like she may be talking her way back to jaw. And if, if you know what I mean, where, in other words, no one is be comparing to what, no one gives her those feels that she's looking for. And sometimes when you've been away from somebody for so long, you start to not remember all the bad stuff they did, only the good. And this could be problematic. So I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, so she went out, but she's not feeling Zach too much. Something about the way he was sitting and, you know, I don't know. I don't know, but she's not, doesn't seem to be feeling him. But hey, we'll see. We shall see. Now, 
again, in the Dominican Republic, you know, it seems we have some news that we did not know about Nicole. Hmm. So Nicole and Horaima meet up and, you know, she's actually upset because somehow I guess the streets are talking and Mama Lydia found out that Alejandro was in the Dominican Republic. She wasn't too happy and she got into a fight with Nicole. So Nicole's talking to Parama about being feeling like she's being stuck in the middle because, you know, hey, her mom doesn't want her with Alejandro. She thinks still thinks that she can do way better. Um, you know, and everyone keeps trying to explain to her, even Thoraima this time, that, you know, maybe it's because you have such a small family. You know, you're trying to live up to what your mom wants you to live up to and what your brother wants you to live up to, you know, so that could be it. That could be the big issue is that, hey, you know what, you're trying to live up to what they want as opposed to being who you want to be. And we also find out that at some point, I guess while she was here in New York, Nicole got pregnant. And she was really happy about it. But unfortunately, she lost the baby. She never told her mom. So when she went to the hospital and found out that she was bleeding, you know, and what the bleeding was, she had to do it by herself because she couldn't risk her mom finding out that she was pregnant. So I don't know. I I don't know. Now, Alejandro seems to be happy about this. He was not happy about that she lost the baby, but happy that she was pregnant. And then to find out that she lost the baby. These two are having a semi-quasi fight because, you know, he wants to be there for her, but she's still kind of giving him the old heave-ho because she does not want to fight with her mom. She's trying to keep everything still a secret. And, you know, it's hurting her. You can actually see that this is something that is bothering her. So, because she wants to be a mom. She wants to be a wife. She doesn't want to be. We find out that she actually doesn't want to be like her mom and her grandma with the, you know, seeing a married man and not really being married herself and not being able to have, you know, a real family. So she's trying to deal with all of this the best she can, but for her right now it's hard and especially having to deal with it by herself. So I I hope that Nicole, you know, I wish her the best because that is hard. It's hard losing a baby. It's hard having miscarriages. And, you know, no one should have to go through that, especially not by themselves. So we will see where these two go, because it seems like 
they're trying to get back together despite what her mother is doing. But we also know that Pedro and Chantel seem to be headed for divorce and Chantel is doing her best, everything to keep from separating from Pedro and decides that she's going to the Dominican Republic to visit Pedro's mom so that she can show him that she is doing everything to save their marriage. So we'll see next week. I don't think that's a great idea. And, you know, I feel bad for Nicole and that one thing. Uh, But it's crazy how we're seeing these two siblings kind of go through similar situations that the mother and previous generations have gone through. It's like a duplicate effect here at this point. But yeah, how do you break the cycle? It really comes down to mom trying to be more open-minded not just being selfish all the time and you know using these kids as a way because I'll be honest with you the when she speaks to Nicole that way like you know it's embarrassing it's he's such garbage and you know how could you do that you can see her face of defeat of this girl has gone through so many issues with her mom of acceptance and letting her live her life and experience things that you know she's hurt she's been hurting for so many years and every time mom like they're when they're side by side in their confessionals and she's really being aggressive and you know it kind of reminds me of my dad because again latino uh, when you grow up in a Latino family uh, from our experiences especially for mine you know, when you're back home, it comes out the way it comes out. And it's just, they don't care about your feelings. You know, generations have gone through so many things and, you know, it's not okay to open up and talk about your feelings. It's not okay to do this. So when you're hearing it Mm -hmm. firsthand of how it is just the way she says it, it reminded me how my dad was with us when we were kids, but to a certain extent, obviously when I did something bad, it's like, how could you do that? You're not supposed to be drinking and you know, it leads to this and it leads to that. That's just an embarrassment. You're going to embarrass yourself when you're older. Like, you know, things like that, just because you had, you went out and had fun. Right. But it's, (sighs) she's hurting, you know, at least my dad learned how to grow. And then obviously we're the same. So we kind of fought back every so often, but the thing is here, this girl is hurting so bad. Pedro's hurting so bad. He's learning from his mom, the way how things should be. And it's not supposed to be like that. Why do you think Nicole said a couple interviews where she says in her confessional, like, I just want a sugar daddy at this point. Cause she just wants to leave the misery that she is in her own household. And she can't do it on her own because guess what? Like she says, this job is just a job. I'm not here forever. You know, if I meet the man of my dreams and in her words, if he's got money, she's out of there. She's gone. Right. She doesn't want to work. Right. And and that's the thing because it's like, you know, but that's, that's the way moms got them. Exactly. So it's really hurting to see it more and more as things are coming down to the end. I really hope that we don't see much of Chantel and Pedro once this once the season is finalized because I honestly can say like there's they need to work on themselves. 
They need to focus on themselves, learn about themselves. And hopefully this is the end of it. Um, it's making it uncomfortable for me to watch it, but also Chantel taking the leap of seeing her mother-in-law. I cannot like what a disaster. I don't even know. We'll see what happens next week. If it turns out the way she planned, but she should have right. listened to her friend. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Definitely listen to your friend. Don't, don't, don't do the whole, <laughs> I don't know. Apology but... world tour. <laughs> yeah. I no. don't know. But yeah. So that's family Chantel in a nutshell. Pretty much. Wow. Let's move into in lighter things of love in paradise. Oh my gosh. Oh my yeah. goodness is right. Okay. So this episode was called the club can't handle me. I'm going to dive into this also for okay. the sake of time. But the thing is, I want to talk about Carlos and Valentine. You know, these two, I was, uh, I agree with you at the beginning, you know, you're rooting for them because you just want them to find love. Everybody right. deserves love. Everybody deserves love. But these two, like I mentioned, they're very strong personality. So they decide to head up to a club. Valentine's like, oh yeah, I love to dance. Like, you know, Valentine, if you guys are forgetting, he's the American. He's the one that's been out of the closet since he was 18 years old. And he's about 40 something. Now we got Carlos who's in Colombia, who just recently is learning how to come out slowly, but he's putting up this front because the way community handles, um, same sex relationships and everything. So I was, I was not happy by the way of Carlos of trying to shut him down. I get where he's coming that he's trying to protect them because apparently things happen in these clubs that you just, you got to protect yourself. Like you, you know, it, it can get really bad and I get it. But Valentine is trying to have fun. He he wants to let loose. He helps uh, Carlos's friend gets one of the bartenders to dance oh, that with was him. His cousin, that was oh, his cousin. A cousin. Sorry, yeah, and you know to have fun. He's like, you know what? I just want to have fun. I just want to let loose. I just want to dance with you. I just want to be with you. And I understand where yeah. he's coming from. But these but okay, two- I have to ask. Wasn't that the most like? Awkward thing. I was bored in that club. Like, what was going on with that club? <laughs> Like there was, okay, the way, okay. It was like high school in 19, uh, high school, like grade three, first time dance. Yeah, (laughs) where everybody's on the wall. And I'm like, how are they even making money at this bar if nobody's drinking, nobody's dancing, nobody, like, how is this, how is this club open? Um... (laughs) This I I I would have said at this point TLC just put that 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 club together just to say they went out because there was like nobody in there. Mm-hmm. I, I was like, this is. I I think had I gone there, I would have probably just walked out. Like, <laughs> why are we here? There's no one here. Mm-hmm. But I- yeah. It's just crazy. And, you know, with these two personalities, as we see it unfold, especially now and him getting upset, like, why are you trying to control me? I'm trying to have fun. And he's like, well, I'm trying to protect you. Like, I'm really trying to protect you. And, you know, things happen here that, you know, we, we just got to watch out. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, like, this is really hard for Valentine to be controlled. And, um, I just, I don't know. I don't see them being together. I'm sorry. I just don't. If they prove me wrong and they can make it work, then so be it. 
Oh, I agree. I agree. I don't I don't know. They couldn't be more different. They couldn't be more different. Like uh, and he said he's conservative, but I, I, I get the impression he's just he just doesn't want anybody to find out, you know, about his sexuality. So it's just like uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. I'm curious how these two are going to move forward in their relationship. Yeah, I I am too because it's just like I was hoping that they would get it together by now. Like they would have found their yeah. relationship rhythm, but it's like every time one of them and 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 it seems like it goes back and forth because one of them suggests something and it's like, and then the other one's like, no, 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 no. Like with the food and, you know, Carlos is like, oh, this is my favorite food. And, you know, Valentine's face is like, no, I don't like this. And then, you know, at the club now it's like, oh yeah, let's go dance. And he's like, no, 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 no. Don't dance. Like, oh, okay. Well, why'd you come to a club? So I, I don't get it. I don't get it either. I really, I don't know what the future is like for them. I'm, I'm just, they're not blending. They're not salt and pepper. They're not like ketchup no, and mustard. They're, they're, they, definitely not. they're not, they're like apple and freaking, I don't know. Well, I was going to say peach, but they're both fruits. They're, <laughs> I don't even know. Let, let's just cut that out. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to come up with things here and it's not working out. So anyways, yeah. I don't know what else to add to Carlos and Valentine because, you know, to me, ugh, damn, like, I don't know. Do you got something to say? <laughs> no, I really don't. I don't. I, I was, I'm, I'm kind of saddened because I was really rooting for them, but mm-hmm. these two look like, Mm, no they don't work they don't work together they don't at work all. they don't work together no 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 oh wow so is there anything else to say about this couple no let's move on okay let's move on to sherlon and ariana oh my gosh we didn't really see too much this couple Mm-mm. um they're driving to the house and we get to find out that Odin, which Ariana calls him baby Odie, which I really wish she would stop doing that because Odie is the name of the dog on Garfield. <laughs> uh, and that's all I could think about was when she kept saying, what do you think, Odie? What do you think? And I'm like, is she, does she not hear herself? <laughs> uh like his name is already short enough. Like it's Odin. Like why do you have to call him Odie? Um, but you know we find out that Sherlon is has put together a little bouncer in his house for Odin, and he, he's just happy to put him in it, and he loves it because it has all the little toys around it. You know, all the things that they love to, like, play and bang and just have a great time. Now, the thing is, she does say, hey, you have to take him out because we have to find out if he's wet or anything. And, you know, 
I'm I'm happy for Sherlon that he actually admits, hey, you know, I'm a first time father. I'm not sure of how to change a diaper. I'm just hoping that it's number one and not number two. <laughs> but if he knows what I know about baby boys, you you kind of gotta. Sometimes it's better if it's number one and not number two. Um, because if not, you kind of end up christened. But. <laughs> You know, he's really trying to figure this out. He's looking to find out, hey, is this the front of is this the front or the back of the diaper? What am I doing? You know, and he seems to be doing pretty well. He he even changes the baby's clothes. And Ariana, of course, is having all five cows and the chicken because she's just like, Hey, I don't want him to fall, which is a very, you know, considerable a considerable you know concern because you don't want your baby to fall this is the first time that Sherlon is doing this so you don't know how steady he is with the baby yet so I can't even get on her for that but you know of course she wants to talk about how in love how she fell in love with him and I'm saying you knew him for two weeks how did you fall in love in two weeks like you literally knew him for two weeks <sighs> so they're there to work on their relationship he agrees with her that they should work on their relationship because you know that's what part of this trip is for to see how they work because he's actually scared that she is going to keep the baby away from him if he um says, you know, he doesn't want to be with her. So he's trying to figure out how to keep baby Odin in his life without, you know, possibly being with Ariana. But he hasn't figured out a way yet. What can we say about this couple? <laughs> it's just... They're not even a couple. Because they're not a couple. That's they're what I was not. Gonna say. They're not a couple. You know, she's she's somehow in love with him. And like again, I'm trying to figure out how you knew him for two weeks. Mm-hmm. And he's been the form of friendship. Yeah, yeah. You're with him, but you can't even really say you know this man. Mm-hmm. I bet she doesn't even know his favorite color. She probably doesn't, but judging by the yellow on his walls, I would say it's yellow. (laughs) So I'm like, dang, that's a bright on the inside house. (laughs) Oh my gosh, you kill me. I I know the next episodes, I've been seeing the previews because we're just going episode by episode. Um, It it gets worse. Like, apparently she's like begging for love (laughs) even more than what she does. And that's that's the thing is like, why is she begging begging this man for his love? Like, Ariana, please stop. Like, it's, it's, there are too many guys out there and I don't want to hear single mom you know what? No one wants a single mom. Stop. Stop the bull crap. You're, 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 you're stop the shenanigans. Stop the Britney Spears initials. Yeah. You can find someone. Oh, for you sure. Can find someone that loves you that is going to respect the fact that you have a son. Um, and if, if Sherlon chooses to get his crap together, 
that you have a, a, an active baby's father. Now, this couple has been going back and forth on the internet about how he doesn't do anything. He doesn't he doesn't uh, spend time with Odin or he doesn't want to video chat or anything. Again, I'm getting the impression that she is getting, you know, upset because he doesn't want to be with her. But hey, we'll see. So who's up next? Um, let's do, 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 do Danielle and Johan. Cause we didn't see Amber. I mean, Daniel and Amber, right? No, we didn't no. see Daniel and Amber. Okay. So we just got Danielle and Yo- Johan and we have Abby, Gabby and Frankie <laughs> and Frankie. Yeah. So let's get into Danielle and Johan because she's just getting ready for, Oh my gosh, there she's still in the DR. She decides to plant this tree to kind of like remove all this other women in his life. If he is speaking to other women, I don't remember what it was called, but she had to plant this tree with him. Um, but Johan's just going with the flow at this point with her. Yeah, that's that's the thing because she's 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 thinking that this is keeping her from having a baby with him. So it's like, oh, okay. But <laughs> the funny thing is that he introduces her to his friends. Mm. And that goes a little crazy. Because she then finds out that he didn't tell his friends that he's getting married on Monday. I'm like, oh my gosh. Why wouldn't you tell your friends? But he, which for him, he hasn't told his family either, I don't think. So it's like, and one of his friends tries to explain to him, in other words, explain to her. In other words, you know, your family is more important to tell, not your friends. So they don't feel too bad about it. But, you know, it's the thing about him telling his family. And she's like, no, your friends should know by now that we're getting married. I'm going to be like, what are you going to wait until after we're married and say, here, this is my wife? So he was pretty much like, uh, yeah. <laughs> But the thing is, now she's still worried because, in other words, he is going back. She's going back to New York after they get married. And she's worried about what he will do when she is away. But that's the thing is, like, I'm I'm just very concerned because it was like, well, what was he doing before you got there? I'm I'm not too sure. Like, what was he doing before you got there? And is is this always going to be a problem of trust? Because that's what it seems like. There is a problem of trust right now. Oh, gosh, there sure is. Like, these two, 
now that she finds out that no one knew about this wedding at all, it's like, what were you waiting for? Like, I feel like Johan is hiding something else. He's playing this game because, you know, this is opportunity to go to America to really find opportunities and send money back home. And I feel like he's hiding something else. Like, how do you not tell your friends that you're getting married? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. And I think, how can I put it? I think he's thinking that he can just go straight to America once they're married. She has to go back and file all this paperwork because the one thing was she was already talking about filing the K-1 visa, but if they're getting married in the Dominican Republic, it becomes a spousal visa. So I don't know. know. I'm just like, I'm just like, uh, uh, it seems like a lot of these people are not checking with their lawyers. (laughs) They're not. If if you're still planning on filing a K-1 visa once you get married, you can't be checking with your lawyer because your lawyer would have told you it's a spousal visa. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I don't know either. Anything else to add to this couple? No, I mean, if she's still willing to marry him, then... Good luck. Yeah. (laughs) So I I hope that they have a great marriage, you know, because it just seems like she's she's still willing to go through with it mm-hmm. but yeah so nothing else to add to that this couple all right moving on to our last couple which is gabby abby and frankie frankie's getting yes frankie's getting ready to go to mexico he's on the phone with abby saying oh my gosh i cannot wait to see you and be with you right. and everything but guys, we still we still haven't seen F- Frankie and Abby tell Gabby about this whole situation. She still doesn't know what's happening. Their plan is for Frankie to get to Mexico, sit down with Gabby and figure out, hey, this is what's going on. And leading up to this, everyone's telling Frankie like, how are you going to do this? How is she going to leave a 10-year relationship for you? That's the question, is how is she going to leave a 10-year relationship for him? Because it's just like, what in the world? How is how is that going to happen? Because it's just like, it doesn't make any, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any, you know... It just really doesn't make any sense to me. But they plan on ambushing, because that's my thing. It's going to be an ambush to Gabby. They're going to ambush her with this information. Hey, I'm here. You know, I I want to marry your girlfriend. Hey, you, you know, we had so much fun, but it's time for me to tell you that I want to marry your girlfriend of 10 years. (laughs) Like, what? I don't know. I don't I don't get this. I don't get this at all. I I, I this was the most confusing situation from the very beginning to me. 
because I mean, he's saying he's fallen in love with her. She's saying, you know, she's fallen in love with him. And no one wants to tell the third party involved. And even his friend says, you were not supposed to go over there and fall in love. You were just supposed to have fun with both of those women. But obviously he fell in love. Abby wants to come to America and be with Frankie. And, you know, the weird thing is, Gabby isn't learning Spanish, isn't learning English, and Frankie's not learning Spanish. I'm <laughs> I'm lost for words with this couple. Again, there's three people involved. One's going to get hurt. But we find out next week's episode that the fact that Frankie does not show up. Frankie's not coming. He's not going to Mexico and have fun and propose to Abby. I wonder why. What happened? He was so excited. So I, I'm just dying for them to say, you know what, Gabby, this is not, this is what's going to happen. So oh, this is too much. <laughs> I mean, much. to me, this would be the perfect thing for her to say, hey, you know what? We were actually planning on like getting married and leaving you. Like, I don't it's know. just that easy. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. These, these, this, like I said, this was the most confusing situation from the beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we're only at episode four. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <sighs> <laughs> oh my gosh. So is it safe to say we can wrap this thing up? <laughs> Let's wrap this up. Guys, don't forget to check out CQP Moments podcast. Also, Queen Pin and the Wingman. It's available on your favorite podcast platform. Everything is in the show notes for you. Thank you guys for tuning in. And that's all we have for now. Bye, guys. I'm Anthony. And I'm Jessica with the Beautiful Feet Podcast. Hey, it's your boy Bromar, host of the Bromar Show. Hello, everyone. It's the Coupon Queen Pen from the CQP Moments Podcast. What's up, everybody? This is your boy Ken, aka the gentleman of the Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast. Hi, this is Stephanie Valente, your local massage therapist. And yeah. you're listening you're to, listening to, to a, little a little bit of everything, everything with Angelica. Angelica. That's it for now. And thank you for tuning in on another episode of A Little Bit of Everything with me, 